Okay, well, this can sometimes be the part of the morning where people are tempted to fall asleep, and I would hate for that to happen, so I have a game for us to play. We're going to play Simon Peter Says. Uh, If you cannot see me, then make sure you can see me, because you need to be able to follow the actions, I need to be able to see you. So if you're little and you want to come to the front, or if you're under 5'2", and you want to come to the front, that's absolutely fine. Um, Everybody stand up. That's Simon Peter Says, stand up. The rules of this game, if you've never played it, and where have you been if you've never played it, um, are that you can only do what I say if I say Simon Peter says. Okay? And there's going to be a bit of a theme. You might guess the theme. So Simon Peter says swim. Simon Peter says be a weightlifter. Oh, throw a shot put. Some of you did it. I didn't say Simon Peter. Okay. Simon says shoot an arrow. Simon says boxing. Simon says golf. Synchronized swimming. Oh, a few of you did it. Simon Peter says. Okay. Uh, Simon Peter says dressage, because I'm not the only one that's going to be doing it. That's it. Excellent. Uh, Simon Peter says running. Simon Peter says cycling. And do some rowing. Oh, grab a seat. Well done. Really good actions. Well done. Round of applause. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. So our last one we did there involved a bit of rowing, didn't it? We did a a rowing action. And the Bible story that we looked at on the video clip had some rowing in it. Uh, We saw that clip about the storm and Peter and the disciples. And they're trying to row across the Sea of Galilee. And there's a storm and that account comes from Matthew 14, 22 to 32. And if you're someone that likes to follow, and I would encourage you to follow, bring your Bible to church, um, then please feel free to turn to Matthew 14, 22 to 32, and you can follow us today as we go through the story. But to start with, I want us to imagine what it must have been like. So where we're sitting, I just want us to imagine swaying in a boat. Everybody sway with me. Sway, that's lovely. Okay, and then then the wind is blowing, so we're going to sway a bit faster. And then we're going to blow. Everybody blow. That's it, fantastic. Then there's going to be lightning. Ah, lightning. Ah, lightning, lightning. Ah, and then we've got some thunder. Oh, thunder, thunder. And then maybe we've got some rain, a bit of rain. Okay, there we go. Well done. Now we're all in, mid- in the middle of the story. We know how the disciples were feeling. I think they'd be feeling a little bit sick. I don't know about you, but all that swaying. And maybe a little bit worried. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, someone comes walking towards them on the water. How amazing must it have been to see that? How crazy. How can they get their heads around it? Somebody walking on water. Now, just a quick aside, I'd quite like to know how Jesus walked on water, and I've got a few options, right? I reckon there was kind of hovering, like this. There was splashing like a three-year-old in puddles, or there was some kind of like step up, step down thing going on. But anyway, walking on water can't be that simple, and I'd love to know how he did it. I'll ask him one day. So how amazing must it have been to see that? How confusing must it have been? How scary? Now, we can see that the disciples are probably a bit scared because they think it's a ghost. They get scared. They think it's a ghost. But luckily, Jesus says to them in verse 27, it says, Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage, it's me. Don't be afraid. So Jesus knew they were probably afraid as well. 
Now, we don't really know what the disciples thought because the Bible doesn't tell us, but I imagine when they realised it was Jesus, I reckon they probably felt a bit better. They probably thought, do you know what? Jesus, you know, he's our leader. We know this guy. We trust him. He's coming to help us. It's all going to be okay. If I was them, I'd quite liked him to have sorted out the storm while he was there, but he seems to not do that straight away. Um, But I bet they felt a little bit better. But one disciple wasn't happy just to see Jesus. He decides, actually, I want to get out there and I want to see if this is really you. So Peter, in verse 28 of our story this morning, says, Master, if it's really you, call to me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says, yeah, all right. I am paraphrasing. And Peter goes, oh, okay, and gets out on the water. Now, Peter is my favourite disciple. I'm not sure if you're allowed to have favourites, but I do. Peter's my favourite because he speaks and then thinks, which I think is something we all do. And I wonder at this point whether Peter was going, oh, when I said come to you on the water, I didn't think you'd actually say yes. Ah, great. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys are all nice folks. You look lovely. But in the middle of a storm, if you said to me, hey, Effie, get out of the boat, I might say to you, no, thank you very much, in a very polite tone. But Peter knew that Jesus wasn't just some nice guy, wasn't just some wise person that was, you know, telling people good things about how to live. He knew that Jesus was more than that. He knew that Jesus was God And he totally trusted him. And so he got out of the boat and he walked on water. Now, to my knowledge, Peter is the only fully human, not in the least bit God person to walk on water. And that is pretty cool. For all the things he messes up, I think that's a win in Peter's column. He gets to walk on water. And he was okay for a few moments. Uh, Verse 29, it says, jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. That is pretty cool. But when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried, Master, save me. See, when Peter stopped looking at Jesus, when he looked down and thought, hang on, I'm walking on water. This isn't right. Something isn't right here. This isn't how it should be. And he starts to sink. He starts to doubt he suddenly realises how utterly crazy the situation is that he's got himself in. Now, if this is the first time anyone's ever told you, then I'm really sorry, but I have to tell you something. Sometimes in life, things can be quite hard. Sometimes we get sad. Sometimes we get cross. Sometimes we get afraid. Sometimes we get confused. And that is part of life. That is part of what happens to us sometimes. Sometimes things happen and we simply don't understand. Maybe we really, really wanted our best friend to be in our class with us next year, but they've moved classes around and they're not with us anymore. Maybe we really, really wanted to see um, a good friend of ours over the summer, but they went away on holiday and we didn't get to see them and we're sad about it. Maybe we wanted A-level or um, you know, GCSE results that we didn't get. Maybe we didn't get a promotion at work. Maybe somebody is being mean to one of our friends and that makes us sad. Sometimes in life, things can be tough. And when that happens, it's easy to stop looking at Jesus and look at those things around us and say, this isn't right, this isn't how it should be, and start to doubt God. Maybe he doesn't really love me. Maybe he doesn't really have my best interests at heart. 
And just like Peter, we can begin to sink. But just like the disciples, we can know that Jesus is with us in the midst of those difficult things that are happening. It doesn't mean always that everything is immediately okay. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. The storm carried on for a little bit, didn't it? Peter got a little bit wet before Jesus saved him. It doesn't always mean things are immediately okay. But it does mean that Jesus is always with us. And we know that from lots of things that Jesus says in the Bible. We can tell it's really important because God tells us again and again that we're not alone, that he won't leave us, he won't forsake us, which means give up on us. And one of them on the screen is Isaiah 43 verse 2 that says, when you go through deep water, I will be with you. It's something that God says to us again and again. Don't be surprised if sometimes things are tough. I am with you. Now, Jesus, I don't think was particularly surprised that that Peter started sinking. You know, I don't think much surprised Jesus, but I didn't think this surprised him. Because actually it's understandable that Peter would be a bit worried, wouldn't it? He's walking on water. And verse 31, it says, Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. He is always there. And he catches Peter and they climb back into the boat and the storm passes. Even though Peter lost faith, Jesus didn't give up on him. He didn't let him drown. He grabbed him and pulled him back into safety. And he said to Peter, you just needed to trust me a bit more. You just needed to have faith in me. I know it was difficult, but that's what you needed. Nothing special, just to trust me. And God is not surprised by our our doubts when we doubt, because he knows sometimes it's tough. So he isn't surprised by that. And he just says to us, like Jesus says to Peter, just keep trusting me. Just have faith in me. So when the wind and the waves are blowing and things are tough, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. Now, there are lots of ways we can do that, but I'm just going to tell us about three today that we can think about. So one is talking to God. It's called prayer, but it just means talking to God. It just means saying to him, I'm worried, or I'm doubting, or I'm not sure, or I'm cross, and we tell him about it, and we ask for his help. So God, will you help me with this? I don't get it. And take some time to listen and see what God might be saying to you. Another way is make sure we meet up with people who love us and love God. I've been supported and encouraged by wonderful people in this church when I've been struggling. And they've said, come on, we're with you. And even if you don't believe it, I believe it. Let's keep meeting with other people. Let's keep having friends that will encourage us in God. And lastly, we need to keep reading more about God, learning more about God. And we do that by reading the Bible, by reading these stories The Jesus we meet in the Bible is the same Jesus today. So the more we read about him, the more we know him, the easier it is to trust him. So we're going to do a little activity just to end to keep our eyes on Jesus. And if you are under 12, then your task is, while this song is playing, I want you to see how many times you can see the word Jesus that I have placed around the church. Um, And I want you to come and tell me the number. Okay, so you're going to try and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. See the link, adults. By around the church, seeing how many times you can find the word Jesus. Come and tell me, and then you will get a little prize, depending on how many you've found. Adults, you hopefully now get about three and a half minutes to stop, to listen, uh, to spend some time with God for yourselves. Um, If there are storms in your life that you um, would like God to 
support and care for you with and, and people to come alongside, um, then we'd love to pray with you. Do come and speak to Abby and I, and we'd love to get someone to pray with you. Um, but there's a song going to be played. The words will be on the screen. And just take a few minutes um, to listen. We're going to play the song. Kids, go. I'll be over here. Come and find me when you've counted them all.